guys. This is Dan McCool from Blue Revolution. This is going to be the first Blue Revolution podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Administrator for our, our little progressive group here, Blue Revolution, formerly known as Countdown to Beat Trump. This is really exciting. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time. I want to do sort of a few different things with it. I want to have guests on to talk about what's happening in the news. I want to have some guests on to talk about some things that are happening sort of intellectually during the Trump era in American politics, maybe some book authors or some people who write articles. We want to do two things in here. We want to inform and educate people. And then we also want to activate people, get them to engage in political action. So I think it's going to be pretty cool. It remains to be seen what exact direction the podcast goes in. This is kind of a little bit of a learning curve. As I said, I've never done one before. So we'll see where it goes. I'd love to hear some some feedback from you guys. But for today's first podcast, I wanted to start really simple in my own apartment with my fiance, Jackie, who's been really integral in getting this podcast up and running and really sort of encouraging and getting me to, to get this thing going. The two of us are going to be talking about where we were in the Women's March last year, what we thought about the election, where we think the podcast is going, all that kind of good stuff. Hope you guys enjoy. Well, we're recording. Let me tell you, I love drinking from a New Jersey mug. I love drinking from a Massachusetts mug. <laughs> it's the better of the two states, in my opinion. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I did move, so... That's true. I did move to Massachusetts. So that's I right. Guess that's a fair, yep. fair point. I can't argue with that. <laughs> you can argue with it, but you shouldn't. I could, but I really don't want to. Not when I'm having yogi tea. Yeah. And my tea bag says, you will always live happy if you live with heart. Mine says, there is pleasure in the pathless woods. Lord Byron. That's very boring. Yeah, that's not a very good one. <laughs> Well, we're going to try to create some path today Wow! On, on the podcast. First fall episode of the Blue Revolution podcast. As promised, we're going to have a conversation today. This is Dan McCool here from Blue Revolution and uh, my fiance. Jacqueline Perone. Jacqueline Perone. We were driving the other day to um, a birthday party for a relative of mine, and we were talking about what direction we think the podcast could go in. Started talking about it and we were like, what should we focus on? Should we interview people? Should it be people that are in the group? Should it be politicians? Should it be authors? Should it be people running for office? We had a really, I don't know, interesting conversation just organically and naturally. And we were like, well, why don't we just do the first episode? Yeah, we'll just get started. Uh, we'll just, you know, I'll talk to you about politics and tech and women in tech and women in politics. And we just had... The Women's March this past weekend, that was the first day that I recorded an introduction for it. So what did you think? That was that was a year ago. It was a year ago in two days. Mm -hmm. Today is what, the 22nd of January. So that was a year ago and two days ago. We were in New York. Yeah, it was incredible. There's so many people. I'd never seen that many people in my life, even though living in New York for 12 years. I think collectively over 12 years, I saw that many people, but never, like it took us three hours to move I think two blocks. Right. If that was a normal day, I would I would absolutely kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like the most amazing, amazing day. It was. It was I beautiful just, weather. Yeah. 
uh, you know, everything was great about it. We, well, we, I don't, I think we were sort of half on board with going cause it was just such a depressing day. Mm. And I think we went to a bar, right? Yeah. We went to a, we went to Herald Square the day before. Yeah. Oh, that was the day before. Yeah, because I remember we went to a bar like right like a block away from the Empire State Building, and we went in and they were playing Fox News. So I yelled, "Not my president!" at the bar, and we oh, walked yeah, out. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then oh went to the God. bar next yeah. door. Right. So that was my first like act of resistance. Yeah. I guess. Right. I wonder if those people in that bar remember that I did that. Probably not. <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we also had like revolution beers right there's yeah like a, you yeah know yeah, what yeah. I mean? okay well we yeah, went yeah, th- yeah. there was a bar next door and it said i forget what the the sign said but it said something about hillary hillary, hillary what, what something about my sorry oh, no. stupid joke no no not something about mary it said <laughs> like hillary supporters in here or something like that like oh, the yeah. bars in new york were clearly staking out their partisan crowds for the day mm-hmm. obviously they were mostly democratic but you know you got some few kind of wall street bars around there and stuff so yeah and we had a beer with a bartender and he kind of looked at us yeah. with this knowing look and they're, we looked at him with this knowing look and yeah. it was really sad and yeah what were they playing first wives club yeah that's I right i remember the weirdest details i didn't i never i haven't thought of that in over a year right <laughs> so i was happy with the movie choice um <laughs> That was the best thing that happened that day. (laughs) Then the march was the next day, and it was just me and, you know, you and my my ladies were marching. I think all of them are in the group too. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, and even just hearing like the sea of chants behind you that was really infectious. Yeah, that was really infectious. So fast forward to this year, um, did not go to a march. No, we didn't go. Well, th- there was a march a mile and a half from us in Cambridge, but I, I was thinking about going and I got up and looked at the Blue Revolution page and it was a day that we were changing the name to Blue Revolution from Countdown to Be Trump. And so I was like, there's like a thousand posts to approve today and there's like all sorts of people coming in and making comments and stuff. And, and then other women, well, mostly women, but some men too, were sending in pictures of their own rallies from mm-hmm. Oklahoma and Kansas and Chicago and Philadelphia and all over the like That's f- awesome. Texas and Florida all over yeah. the place, California and, and and everywhere you know Midwest. I was like, I think I'm better served just sitting here today and encouraging people from my laptop. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't have to put it in. Yeah. I can stay in my pajamas too, so that was good. I felt like the like last year that was just such a. I mean, that was so poignant. Just coming in after yeah. around inauguration and the crowds, and it was just so much energy. I don't know. This this year, I felt a little bit more settled in. I guess it wasn't. I don't know. Well, it's not. It's still. That's that's the thing about it is that you you adjust. You know. <laughs> I know. Isn't like nuts? it's it's the human brain is supposed to adjust to things that used to not be normal. And I hope we don't totally adjust because it's, it's, we're still kind of in an emergency situation at all times with, with this guy as president, but you got to live your life. You got to take care of your mental health. You got to eat right. You got to, you know, do what you can to keep living. And, but yeah, I mean, after a year, I feel, I feel good. I feel like, I mean, I feel horrified every day, but I feel good about where the, resistance so to speak is going and you know we had a little bit of a snafu today with some problems within the democratic party and people had different takes on what happened today with the the ending of the shutdown and everything but 
I, you know, it, whatever side of the, you know, question you fall on there, I think we'll move on and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll march towards November and, and it'll be good. But Women's March was great. You have this very unique perspective, Jackie, because you work in tech. Yeah. And you've worked in tech for many years and you worked and we talk about this a lot. Like you worked in New York, you now work in Boston in yeah. tech. And it's traditionally like I remember the first week that Donald Trump was elected and there was this article about the fact that Steve Bannon was getting this big position inside the White House. And so there was this article like showing all of these different Breitbart headlines. And it was just shocking that this guy was going to be working in the White. It was shocking that he was on the campaign at all. But now he's going to be working in the White House. And these headlines were awful. And one of them was something to the effect of like, the reason why there's no women in tech is because they suck at it or something like that. Right. Yeah. Which is just like, it was, you know, shock value. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't assume that you face anything that severe on a day-to-day basis, but I don't know what you face. I think it's, um, I just, I kind of walk around with a feeling that I'm working like twice as hard mentally. Like I have this, and maybe this is just, it, this could just be me, but I do, you know, I, I do read about this as well of this, the kind of the feeling of, you have something to prove all the time. Um, it doesn't just kind of come naturally to you. You kind of have to really, as a woman, like in tech, like really earn it. And, you know, I've been in this area for almost 10 years and like starting out, I was the only woman and I never really, you know, I've never thought too much about it. There wasn't really much written about it. It was still pretty new. So any feelings I had were pretty, pretty raw. I'm not sure if this is true, but maybe you have to play some kind of different role. Yes. Kind of performance going on, you know? Yeah, I can't be too this, can't be too that. I need to be really even keeled. Like, I talk to you all the time about about having to rein it in. Mm. Um, I can't show emotion on my face. No emotion. I cannot show any emotion. Right. Well, (laughs) I I think everyone feels that. I mean, I don't think that's just a woman thing, but... You know, I've had some comments, you know, in the past that are just very, that were kind of like, you know, fix your face or whatever. Well, one of the big, <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the big things about last year, the fact that you had this raving, raving lunatic waving his hands around and screaming about conspiracy theories on stage, unscripted, versus this highly qualified. Mm, yeah. And whatever you think about Hillary, and I, I was not a, I, I did not vote for Hillary in the primary but I worked really hard for her in the general uh, once she got the nomination. But man, it's really tough to say that that did not play a role in last year's election. I mean, she got more scrutiny Mm. for the way that she responded to him than he got for the things that he actually said. Oh my God. It's wild. We watched that second debate and because it was, it was the nasty woman comment. That made me cry. Like, I didn't even think about it. It just, I just had this guttural reaction when he just said that offhandedly that I was just kind of like, man, I feel so hopeless right now. And when she, when she lost, granted, we know we've done the analyzing and like, she wasn't the best candidate, blah, blah, blah. Like, however, like very guttural reaction. And when she lost, I was just kind of like, man, shit. (laughs) Yeah. I feel so hopeless right now. And I think plus every, I mean, just every, just after that election happening, how could you not feel hopeless? Yeah. Um, but that in particular kind of hit me. Well, I, it helps to win 
and we've had a couple big wins mm-hmm. in the last couple months. Yeah. You made phone calls. We we both made phone calls to Virginia. Yeah, I'd never done that before. That what, was terrifying. What was that like? You know, I was really nervous. Um, I never did that before. I was just, oh my God, what if they ask me a question and I just cannot answer and then I'm going to sound like an idiot because I don't know the answer to it, which is like my fear for literally everything, like going through life. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my fear too. Yeah. What if someone, what if I look like an idiot? And then, you know what though? Like I did it. I just, I just, while I'm like slightly panicking, I'm picking up my, my phone and just dialing as I'm panicking and like hitting send and like, I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And then no one answered and no one answered like 20 times. Right. I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. Well, when we were making calls, <laughs> right. Check. Oh, this is great. No one answered again. Oh, this is fine. Oh, this is fun. Man, phone calls are great. Well, you talk to about, I think you, you, what you, what happens when you make those phone calls, you probably end up talking to one out of every 10 people. Mm-hmm. And since you're calling Democrats, they're almost always supportive. So yeah, the worst that happened was they like hung up on me, which was fine. Like, great. Now I can move on to the next one. Right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. This group has really taken off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you're doing all day in, in the, in your room. <laughs> approving posts Mm -hmm. it's been really it's been really awesome seeing it's so it's so funny because you keep you keep getting like thousands of people my little network is so not that many people (laughs) so having a network i don't think i've ever known ten thousand people or 7500 people before so this is cool amazing well the group is really i mean i think the fact that we started so small it 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 started as a pretty tight group like you know i know who all the people were who started posting it not know but i i sort of became familiar with their names and the yeah. type of things that they would post and everything and so it was really cool to start with that culture and try to keep that culture going of people knowing each other and people sort of supporting each other when it got to five thousand people and then trying to keep it going when it gets to six thousand then seven thousand and then every time you add a thousand people you, it gets a little bit muddier but people come into the group knowing that it's going to be pretty friendly, pretty supportive. We had a couple fights in there today, but, you know, like yeah. nothing too awful. No one was really like name calling or anything like that. It was it was fights over policy. It was things that we should be debating, you know, the direction of the Democratic Party, what the Democratic Party should be doing. There were some differences in opinion and people feel really, really strongly about that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, the thing that brings this group together and the thing that really brings the progressive movement as a whole together is victories. Mm. <laughs> like when we win, it's such a good feeling. Yeah, it really definitely. is. The night that Doug Jones won yeah. in Alabama. Man, I could not believe that happened. Yeah, you were like, he's not going to win. I was just for my. Tactic, I was like that. Too. We we both were, but I was yeah. like, man, man. I'm my tactic for everything is like it's not it's not you don't have it until you have it. Right. Like that's like everything, and it's really dep- it's really sucks sometimes because <laughs> I don't look like I don't like get my hopes up. Right, you know, there's been this weird psychological ride I think that we've all been on since Hillary lost last year, where everyone was so certain that she was going to win. Now there's this tendency to kind of doubt everything. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, I mean, now at this point, I mean, look who's president. Now, I mean, I walk around saying anything's possible. Right. But someone's, you know, says something and like, yeah, well, look what happened. I mean, Donald Trump is anything. president. Like that guy, they wouldn't let Donald, in 2012, Donald Trump was not allowed to host a Republican debate. Like they wouldn't let him host. They were like, 
the birther guy, we're not he's he's not gonna be allowed anywhere near the Republican Party. And now he's president. His supporters are so, so devoted to him. That's yeah. that's that's the issue here, is that you really tapped into something. He well, people really, love Obama. You love Obama. I mean, Obama is one of those similar kind of... I mean, Obama is a much different type of person, obviously. (laughs) But they both... Look, both of these guys ran against the media. Obama's big speech in 2004 was like against the media splicing us into red and blue states. I don't think he was calling the media fake. I think he was calling it sensational, which it is. But... Yeah, he wanted unity. like Exactly. Not, yeah. Right. He was like, the media exacerbates these divides that we have, whereas right. Trump is like, the media is against me personally. Right. Which is a, an entirely different argument. Like, yeah. you can make criticisms of the media, you know, leading up to the Iraq war and all the failures of the Bush administration and everything. And I think that that's what Obama was kind of tapping into, along with this increasing, you know, polarization. But Trump is just like, the media makes me personally upset. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not a political argument. It's not a constructive argument. It's just it's a personal gripe that he has. Mm. But that Doug Jones victory, you know, that night that he won, I was like, are is Roy Moore really going to be a US senator? This like disbarred judge who's like a accused pedophile who thinks that there's Sharia law going on and it was so depressing that that was even the whole thing was even a question. Well, he came pretty close. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. He came very close. Yeah. And we have the really cool thing about this group is that we've got so many members from Alabama. We had, I think, like if you look at the top five cities that are rep- or the, f- the top five places that are represented in the group, number four is Birmingham, Alabama. Number five is Huntsville. We've got like over 300 people from Alabama in this group. Like who would have thought, like I started this group a year ago in New York because I wanted to, because I was pissed off and I just wanted to like vent with my friends. And now it's like this, we've got people from Alabama, like these progressives from Alabama, like they were so inspiring that night of the election. I mean, just the posts of like these Alabama citizens who just there are these progressives who live in this very, very conservative state who are just like posting pictures of themselves and their friends and their families going to the polls. Like that was so as a, as like a Massachusetts liberal, like that was, I mean, we got it easy up here. We can just walk to the polls and everyone around us agrees with us. And, you know, but uh, that, that was really something else. That was really something cool. And that was the moment that the group grew. It was 1,800 people then. Now it's like 7,500 people. Mm-hmm. And I think people just saw something really special with that. What do you, Did you think that this episode went well? Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Like a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give it? I don't know. I'd give it like, a, like an 8. An 8? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. Everything's at least an eight. Right. And you kind of you kind of go from there. Well, you know, we'll listen back to it. Some of the people, <laughs> some of the people will listen to it. They'll have some comments. We ask me that question again. What do you think it was on a scale of one to ten? Ten. Wow. <laughs> ten, huh? So we yeah. don't need to improve anything for next time. No, we're good. We'll wow. just keep playing this episode over and over again. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This was uh, it's it's fun to finally get a first. Full episode here. Thank you, Jacqueline. 
You're welcome. Thank you. It was good to laugh again. (laughs) Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Bye. Bye.